this week, child sex dolls, preteen love triangles, and taking down the man. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the debate show where we debate and you must accept our verdict for now and all time. That's right. That's right. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the delectable Phil Causey. Phil. <laughs> delectable Phil Causey. I am uh, pretty good. I'm having a good weekend, man. Yeah. Life's pretty magical right now. I understand now. Uh, something happened last night. What? Uh, yeah, I got the poison out. Nice. Which, uh, yeah, no, that's always a good thing to tell all, all your listeners. But more importantly, I want to talk about something that happened to me yesterday when I was hanging out with you, Sandeep. You successfully reinforced an Indian stereotype. So the other day, I'm at work, and Sandeep was in my neighborhood after a show he did. He hits me up. He goes, hey, well, let's hang out for a while. And so we're walking around Soho, Manhattan, and we're doing some shopping. And he sees this store that had a 75% off sale. That's a store La Table. Yeah. The kitchen and, store. And, and I need like some kitchen, kitchen equipment. Fantastic store, by the way. And we walk in the store, and Sandeep has been in this store for less than eight seconds. And he walks up to the nearest person and goes, hey, where's the 75% off section? Yeah, you know, I don't want to fuck around. This, that, that place is that expensive. Is, that is Indian slash Jew cheapness right there. Right. That is get, give, me, give me straight to the, the discount aisle. <laughs> Let me see if there's anything good there, and then I can branch out if I need to. Yeah, it's funny that affordable gets such a bad stereotype. Like you're just trying, you're just, you need some shit. You want to get it cheap. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now you're a fucking, what, what was it? A Jew. Uh, a well, he's Indian. <laughs> Indian Apparently Indian that's an Indian Jew. stereotype too. I didn't know that. Oh, he's but, not actually a Jew, by nah, the way. He's just being affordable. He's not being fancy. Right. Yeah, he's being thrifty. Keeping it real. Yes. Being, yeah. yeah. He's keeping it real. <laughs> and, 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 and he's getting shit on. And there's a lot of people where that happens. They get shit. I like, oh, dude, you're such a Jew. It's like, well, no, well, you, I'm just, uh, I'm just doing other shit with my money, you know. You know, when <laughs> you learn like what goes on in retail, it's just like the the product itself is like there's there's such a markup for all this shit. There are all these games, and they, you know, and then like they it has to stay in the floor for a certain amount of spot at a time, and then they just get rid of it, so they just mark it down. It's the same thing. Um, but like, it's oh, just I've gotten killer deals yeah. actually at that exact store before. So I'm not shitting on you. Anyway, let's, uh, so that third voice that you hear today, uh, Tim Warner, welcome to the show. Thanks man. This awesome is, man. We great. always take a minute here to meet our, our guests up front at the very beginning of the show, uh, due to various substances that people ingest. And I often forget, or I used to forget to talk about people's projects. Now you've got a lot going on, Tim, right now, or at least a couple things, right? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a couple things. There should be more coming soon but yeah. yeah so right now you uh you're doing the nyc blunt club well podcast? i'm just i'm just i'm i'm more of a sidekick really than okay. anything else uh, yeah i have uh my own podcast i do which is the joker and the rye okay and, and you another one too right called get in the ring uh yeah i did that for a bit it was a uh, guns and roses uh trying to get guns and roses to uh come back together nice and it happened so we take all the credit and we're done with the podcast now <laughs> You know, that's right yeah you you succeeded in your mission i'm sure it had nothing to do with the uh 380 million dollar stadium tour they went on no it but didn't <laughs> at all it, it, it was clearly get in the ring podcast yeah, of course that was awesome yeah what's uh, the joker in the rye about um, yeah talk about that uh I, I don't know i just feel like uh you know all right here's the story denzel washington i find uh when he when he did the play um 
was it like hidden fences or fences whatever the hell right mm-hmm. yeah uh he won a tony award and it was in the same theater in which he failed his first audition and i thought to myself like how great would would have been to hear him after he failed that audition just whatever his, i'm not just whatever his mindset was after it'd be fascinating to hear uh and then also like the come up so i figured i would just take 20 minutes a week and uh, kind of uh, go around New York, tell a little bit of my backstory as well as the process uh, in which I do what I'm doing right now. And uh, yeah, that's really you mean, it. doing it's what simple. you're doing, meaning the podcast or other or, projects. Well, just uh, every everything to try to reach, you know, the goal of uh, a Netflix special. Like okay. that's that's eventually my goal. So hopefully, this is going to be that process. You know I like how I mean? that's the goal nowadays is the Netflix special. Well, if it used it, to be the HBO was, special. Yeah, if it was, yeah. And, then, yeah. and if it's not, if Netflix becomes, uh, you know, a fucking dying trend, whatever the next hashtag is. It'll be a Snapchat special in be, like three years. Honestly, <laughs> I just would really like an hour, uh, a flawed pursuit of happiness. And then after that, just make other goals. But it's uh, hopefully a like a uh, somewhat diary of that process. You okay, know, and it's it, twenty minute snippets. Yeah, that's it, really. I just, that's awesome. Actually. And it's all over New York. It's because uh, I can just record it with this thing, and then I just use like um, you, you, know, you just record jacks. it on your phone as you're doing. Like, you're like right about to go into like an important meeting or something. No, or like um, is there a certain time that you record or what's no? The... No, so when okay. I feel like it, like during the week, it's when so, I get inspired. So when, when you when you get an inspiration, you want to yeah. throw it in your yeah. Your, like sometimes your... it's Washington Square Park, sometimes it's Times Square, sometimes like there was one I did about when I moved here from Syracuse to Brooklyn, and I went to the exact spot uh, where I moved to, and uh, I don't know it, the the city's a character in the background because like you can hear the subway sirens, people, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, I don't know, it's it probably won't be hot now. But let's say, like, I get a small thing like Conan, or maybe I start uh, uh, even just featuring around the country on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It'd be, uh, it could be interesting, you know, and especially in this era. Yeah, this era of vlogging you know? and blogging. Yeah, and certainly. All so this, the, and I podcasting think, and all this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just blogging, but I never, I never could type fast. So this is, like, perfect for me. Totally. Sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds actually noble and heartfelt, unlike our show, Sandeep. So should we do a choose your own adventure or uh, what do you <laughs> want to do, do today as far as outrage goes? Because we're going to talk about some outrage now. Do you want to let our guest choose his own adventure today? Yeah, well, let's give it to the guest. Okay, let's oh, do it. Uh, so, Tim, yeah. we're going to do both topics. Okay, great. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, we have uh, now a fifth grade love triangle and Sandy, what's yours? Uh, this yours is like a child sex doll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's write it. forgot about this. I think, I think for comedic purposes, we should start with the sex doll. Okay. And then maybe we could somehow transition into the love triangle of children. Okay. The guest is <laughs> you know spoken. I mean? Instead okay. of breaking down how children are sexy and then going into, yeah. let's start with fucking the kids with sex dolls. Just for legal purposes, none of us are involved in any fifth grade love triangles currently no. here on the fake outrage report. <laughs> yeah. Sandy, Bill, what do you got for us? Bill keeps it strictly at sixth grade or above. Um, okay. So <laughs> this story comes to us from the UK where a charity has caused outrage for trying to make child sex dolls available by prescription. <laughs> so there's this charity is called Stop So, which aims to prevent sex offending through therapy. It says the dolls could stop perverts from harming real children. 
And other charities and police chiefs want to criminalize the dolls and say they are, they're more likely to uh, lead to offending. Question. So this is done by prescription? That, that, the controversy is Stopso wants to start something like that. So, so and you are, you're a psychiatrist, correct? Yes. So that means like somebody would come into your office and be like, Doc... I really want to fuck a kid. Right. What do you got for me? What can you give me, Doc? And I'd be like, well, uh, okay. I, I, don't I have got a kid, the, but. I mean, I can do, I can give you the brand name sex doll, or I can give you the generic, uh, you know, like Raggedy Ann, uh, like, like used sex doll. You know, your, your insurance probably won't cover the brand well, no, name. Raggedy Ann would be the brand name, and then uh, the off brand name would be like uh, something else, like Raggedy Smith or something. It'd be <laughs> right. like something stupid, right? Right. And then, you know, the insurance probably won't cover the brand name. They have to like you have to try the shitty sex dolls first. And if they don't work, then you have to then you have to like do a little pre prior authorization with the insurance company. And then maybe the brand name, they'll authorize. The brand name. Like, well, look, he tried the Raggedy Smith doll, couldn't get off. Um, and then we need he, the Raggedy on. We need the hardest milligram of right. fake silicone eight year old poon we can get. Yeah. Then he failed the trial of the 20 year old Cabbage Patch doll. Now we're going to need to bring out the big guns insurance company. So who's outraged about this? Uh, well, the other charities and police chiefs. Uh, so it's currently illegal to import the dolls in the UK, but it's not illegal to own them. I think this was a similar policy that to pot was like in many places. Where yeah. It's, not, it's, it's illegal to like sell, but it's not legal to have a certain a small so amount. If these were manufactured down the block, people wouldn't have an issue with it. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Or not getting at, but that, that that's a... Detail that's here? just the that's just the current law in the UK, and this other this Stepso wants to make it where it's not illegal to distribute sex dolls if it's like in a controlled you know if you can get it by prescription. I kind of understand why this is an uphill battle, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, and I'm surprised you didn't mention that. I mean, there has to be at least some sort of religious group, right? That's in on the outrage here. Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't in the story. It wasn't really really. Yeah, because this is this is the UK. Yeah. And so I know they generally have like Europe just generally has less religious groups weighing in. Yeah. But um, so Juliet Grayson, who is the chairman of Stepso, said if someone comes forward and says I'm attracted to young children, and I want to help, <laughs> I like it's just young children as opposed to children. Like I'm attracted to young, the youngest kind of children. Yeah, yeah I want the youngest model you got. I know yeah. you have the twelve year old model, but I want to fuck a fake seven year old. Yeah, with the padded bra. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's back from last week. Okay, and I want to <laughs> help. Insu- okay, so if someone says I'm attracted to young children and I want to help ensure that I never act on that attraction, so that I never harm a child, then maybe society should consider the use of dolls in a carefully regulated way. Um, but another charity group uh, that's uh, that's against trafficking says uh, there's no evidence to support the idea that the use of so-called sex child sex dolls helps potential abusers from committing uh, contact offenses against real children. See, I think there is. I'm going to hop in right there. And I feel like Tim's with me on this one. Tim, what do you think? About I, that I, I, I think personally, this is a beautiful story. <laughs> Same uh, here. I think um, just like how they give away methadone uh, yeah, right. and needles to heroin addicts. Uh, I do think this is a solution. I do think there are some flaws up front. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Because what about exporting? Is there anything in exporting? Can I build a business on exporting these dolls? Because they can't import. So can I just start making them and selling them from within? Also, I like think they you need... move to the UK and then you make your own dolls. Yeah, okay. because it, it, fine, I don't import them. I'll just I'll, I'll make a model. And right. then I'll have one, and I'll a prototype and see how that goes amongst the community, and then I'll make more. 
And also, <laughs> I think they need a pulley. They got to talk. They got to have different things to say. What are, I like, think. I want candy? Like, what, what are they uh, Certainly. Uh, certainly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not a pederast, so I don't know the quotes that actually fucking get oh. them going. But there, you can't just have one, is my point. It needs to be a pulley, like the old fucking, uh, you put a thing on a cow, cow goes move, Fisher-Price fucking yeah. thing. Uh, I think you definitely <laughs> need that. Otherwise, they're going to go right to the kids, because that's half the action, I think. The, 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 voice. the tears yeah. and the voice of it, not just having, because anyone, you can fuck a Taiwanese girl, for Christ's sakes, if you want to talk, if you just want oh, body Jesus. size. Well, here's the thing. Maybe there should be, rather than the pull string where it's random, maybe it should be like, like a settings, like a vibrator. Like level one is like, oh, what's that? And like level, you know, three or four oh, is like, oh that, my God, ouch. And level seven is like them crying. That would be great. I think that, yeah. that, that would be something that could be effective because, you know, you wouldn't be giving heroin addicts water as a replacement. Exactly. It wouldn't really do much. Exactly. So I, I, I think somewhat part of the morphine of it all is they definitely have to have random series of, of, of joy and pain that you could pull at a time, especially from the back. I think that would just be very Well, actually, powerful. no, instead of a string, maybe you just pull the hair. Okay, <laughs> it depends. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe some people might be into cancer babies or something, you know, and like... Uh, yeah, that'd be a so, very specific fetish, well, though. Well, you gotta, you you gotta to work the marketplace. If you wanted to fuck kids, but only kids that had cancer... <laughs> That's a that'd be a crazy hey, very specific. How many niche different boxes market. are there on uh, a, a Pornhub or an elephant tube, whatever? There and then elephant there's tube. even more links on the bottom because <laughs> they're sick of making boxes. They're sick of picking uh, picking mm. the picture. So then they just have fucking links galore. I imagine in the pedophile reel there has to be as much there has to be as much variety as that, if not more. I agree. And one thing I wanted to touch on, Cindy, in the article you mentioned, one of the people that was outraged was a police chief, correct? Yes. What, what are the cops? Why are the cops mad about this? If some guy is plowing or woman is plowing. Uh, they don't want anyone to see the receipt. <laughs> no, their <laughs> argument, they their argument is that they're going to it's going to encourage them to bang real Oh, so they're saying it's like practice. See, I'm from the opposite school of thought of like if they're in their basement plowing like a silicone child, then they're going to get it out of their system and they're not going to, you know what I mean? Because that's somebody Maybe at the they end want of the day. To, they're going to have like a taste of the real thing. Then they're going to want the real oh, thing. Let me tell you, you, know? you put a laptop in the background, put Home Alone on, fucking. <laughs> you got the pulley. <laughs> I mean, look, we, look, we masturbate. Yeah, I am a filthy animal and I'm going to have a happy new year. <laughs> We masturbate to regular like, to porn. It doesn't like then make us not want to have sex with real people, with real women. Yeah, I think the, it's the I, same I, thing. Okay, but you know what though? Porn is different because I think porn is fairly normal, whereas the whole kid fucking thing I don't think is. Here's the thing: is I feel like people that own like a a, a blow up doll of like an adult thing. I feel like that's somebody who just doesn't have access to to normal sex, right? So in this case, it's someone who doesn't have access to fucking a regular kid, right? Right. So uh, somebody who fucks an adult blow-up doll, they don't do it and be like, oh, I want to fuck somebody now. They do it because they can't. Let, and I but, think okay. these people understand they can't, so they know the alternative is this. Also, I think you have to make it where you would, um, where you would match somewhat because it's also there, there has to be somewhat a habitual thing to it, just like a, a serial killer in a certain way. What are you matching to what? Um... All right, so you would have an office, right? Like you do for, for heroin addicts where they can go get 
uh, uh, methadone, right? Okay. Uh, so you would have a place where they would have certain kind of different, some kind of variety at least of, of child sex dolls. And then they would have to go in the process of leaving their house, having to go somewhere, uh, going through a process in order instead of just opening the closet door and then there it is, and they have their little fantasy where that's where that you make them the habitual patterns. Like if you ever watch like Intervention, they all kind of do the same thing, the same patterns in order to get the drug that they want. And if that's their drug, you you make it a process as well as the stimulation. Oh, so you're saying have a service that uh, makes it so you have to go through a little bit of a chase to get to the doll. You can't just buy the doll. Right. You have to do a bunch of like A, B, and C tasks to get your hands on the doll. That way you feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. Before you, like you bang a silicone hunt? child. Like, you know, it's, well, it's just sort of, yeah, a scavenger but hunt. But they're habitual yeah. patterns, you know, because in that way you can't just buy one. You have a place that provides them because it is a charity. So you have a place that provides them. And then, so in order to get this opportunity, and it's just a small little process, but we find you out habitually how you are, kind of like an eternal sunshine kind of thing. And then uh, you get them to do those things on their way there, and the reward is door number seven, or whichever one that, that you choose. Okay. No, I I think that that's actually that's a level we didn't think think of here, but that's pretty. That's interesting. And I like. Let me go Tim, back to being dark and. Well, no, no. I like how Tim in the last ten minutes has made an entire business model. He's gonna move to the UK, start manufacturing child sex dolls, and have a service that has a bunch of tasks people have to do to get. And them. it's tax free because it's a charity. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I read this article, and the minute I read it, it was uh, something I am abs I'm absolutely behind. I'm yeah, absolutely 100%. behind. I think it's... Uh, yeah, okay. I think One it's, little fun tidbit. The childlike mannequins have been sold through sites such as Amazon and eBay. So I guess that's where, that's where they're available now. Amazon Prime, get it in uh, two-day free delivery. Uh, I wonder, oh, okay. oh, I wonder how they were sold. That's the weirdest Amazon plug they've ever gotten. Like taglines and just description, like, you know. What are the reviews for that? That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. It <laughs> said she was seven, but she looked a little more like nine. Yeah. Two Three stars. stars. <laughs> it doesn't feel like Tommy. <laughs> they said it would. <laughs> oh, man. I got to go. I pulled the hair and the kids started speaking Spanish and I was totally turned off. That's not what I ordered. Got shipped in from the wrong country. <laughs> oh, man. Someone accidentally replaced it with a real kid. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Five stars. I wish I could give more. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. So, uh, Tim, you already alluded to that you think this outrage is bullshit. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think all outrage really is just, okay, uh, so you're one of those kind of, kind of, well, no, nervous. not, I don't, I don't think anger is bad, but it's just, you know, well, the question is, is this worth people getting pissed off about and condemning? No, this yeah. is a hashtag. This is something, <laughs> this is something to talk about, like Mayweather and McGregor. It's that's all it is. The passing thing. I totally agree. Yeah. While yeah. while the Federal Reserve and the banking system rob us blindly minute by minute. Here, here. 
there's a, there's these sex dolls and pedophiles might have a, a, a somewhat of a cure, you know, at least maybe 45%. How do you feel outlet. about that? Oh, children, grr, grr. And, and by the way, I sex don't... dolls themselves. What about sex dolls for people? What, what are people called that like to fuck all the time? Like nymphomaniacs? Uh, they're called amazing. Nymph no, what? <laughs> well, like nymphomaniacs where it's a yeah. fucking issue. There's sex dolls so they could fucking you know, yeah. get off as well. So they're just bitching because it's children. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. And um, by the way, I, I've always hated that theory of like, oh, if you make something legal or you make it more accessible, more people are going to do it. Bullshit. Yeah. I mean, look at the states where they've legalized weed. It hasn't, there's been none of the problems that people have actually predicted would happen. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with this. If they actually got these into circulation, and I, you, you said the 45% is a number. That's yeah, just I'm the just theory bullshit. you had. Yeah, you yeah. just threw it, pick, pull out your ass. Because there's the no way is, it's 100 cured. There's, no, there's absolutely no way. No way it's zero. So it's somewhere in between. So at the end of the day, they, they are reducing the amount of kids that get fucked in the UK, which is a yes. good thing. So yeah, If 100%. it is such a huge problem where there are... Hundreds of kids coming home at night, every night. Just, I got fucked in the ass or someone dingled my wiener. <laughs> Dingle. You know, imagine <laughs> if it was 66. That's you know, an and that's, that's fucking huge. If that's such a huge problem. And yeah. that's the other thing. Is it really such, and I should have, I should have taken the time to research more and find these numbers and look in the UK and see how many children are being yeah, uh, in some way molested in, mm -hmm. you know, outside of the family as mm. well, outside of the family. Because isn't that the issue? Because what about all the ones on the inside? He gave them a fuck toy so they'd stop banging their own kid. Yeah, or their niece or whatever. Yep. There we go. So, yeah, uh, I mean. A lot of interventions, dude. Have the girl just being uh, we molested even got, by a family member. We even member. got you one that looked like little uh, fucking exactly. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Yeah, so this outrage to me is bullshit. I'm going to fake outrage. You're going to fake outrage. Yeah. Sandeep Sen, are you joining us on this verdict? Or uh, is there more to this story? I know I'm definitely not joining you guys in the verdict. I think so what we <laughs> typically call fake outrage is like when people just, um, you know, they're just a flash in the pan. They just want to hear themselves talk. I think there is a real, there's, I think there is a, the people who are outraged are like coming from a good place because they say there is no evidence to support that these sex dolls actually make anyone fuck kids any less. And I think the, the analogy of, like, we well, do things... But name my, me a study that, right. that has on, studied wait. this. My thing, my right. thing is this. I think the, the default is you have to show that they do reduce. You have to show that wait, study hold that on, they do wait. Or no, they no, don't. No, 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 fuck this. Either because, or. But are there studies that show that it increases it? Because that's what that the fucking stance implies, and that's why that pisses me claim, off. Mm. When you make a claim, then you have to back that up. The default is you don't just get provided with the sex well, doll. Here, how about this? From a charity. <laughs> you have to, if you want to say we should give these sex dolls prescriptions for charity, then you have to show first that that actually reduces. Well, don't they the have sample groups for like jeans or like a new kind of Skittles? Where they fucking bring you in, focus they'll give you five hundred. Right. Yeah, focus group. It's kind of a difficult study to do because first you have to be like, all right, calling all it. pedophiles, come in, pedophiles. Well, and then the don't pedophiles, pedophiles have to knock on every door when they come into a neighborhood, so you know who they are, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's online sites to find. So who it's they easy. Are. Yeah, so it's easy for them to go. Hey, dude, I'll do your study. Right, but then I'm not really like, getting a lot of work. But then you have to be like, how many? Thing on my record. Yeah, but then you have to be like, how many kids are you? The control group. You have to be like, how many kids are you banging like per month? And then they have to have like the, 
Then you have to, fair. and then the, the people that's, are like, well, I'm banging five. And then like the, no, no, hold that's on. No, fair. no, you're, that's you're, fair. no, you're fucking contradicting yourself because you're saying right now that there's no studies, but then you just said that it's very difficult to do a study. Right. Is one of the reasons why there's no evidence because there's been no studies because it's so difficult yeah, to do studies? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so let's fucking do this in the UK. Let's get this charity out there. Right, so you let's get these people banging some silicone children right, and see if so it actually let's helps. Not just start, let's not just start distributing sex dolls. No, let's not just start distributing sex dolls on the theory that it might when you have no evidence. To what do you have that. to lose? What? That, that's my stance. Is what does people? What do people have to lose on this? What well, you start a okay, whole well, child sex doll industry is what you have to lose. So and so economy goes up. <laughs> right, we're creating jobs Whoever over bitches, here. Uh, whoever bitches about fucking the economy improving. Is the sex doll interest saving the economy? Well, again, it must be such an epidemic <laughs> where they're thinking about making a prescription of sex child dolls for right. a place. So it must be a huge epidemic. Question one out of one kid's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's and I don't think it's that huge. I don't at all. Right, Cindy. then it's real outrage. Hold on, right? I have a question. You're a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. You're a doctor. Now, pedophilia, is that considered a medical disorder of some sort or a mental disorder? Yeah, it's considered a mental disorder. Okay, so, and, and, and people have tried different various types of treatments throughout X amount of years, and mm -hmm. clearly it's still a problem on some level in society, right? Right, but the treatments So why work. not try this? No, the treatments work. But you have to have get for the problem is getting people to admit that they're pedophiles and then and then trying to see whether these things make a difference. They have like the, you can take like chemicals that reduce your sex. Drive. So what's the problem? They'll admit that they're pedophiles. It's it's the other reason, the stats that you're asking for. I don't know right. if they're willing to it, reveal. It, right. Yeah. But like I said, I when they show up to a neighborhood, they have to knock on every door and be like, hey, look. Yeah. So they're identifiable. And I doubt, I don't know, it's got to be tough to get a job. Again, you know, with their record, it's got to be tough yeah, to get a job. It's, it's so they'd be they could probably get a job making sex dolls. So I, that, on, on the one hand. Well, no, I'm just talking about the or focus Or they could be group. the tester for the sex dolls. Right. See, we're just creating more jobs. Yeah. So you think this is legitimate outrage? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I don't say that to you. But <laughs> I've no, been, no, I've been like outvoted. Say, yeah, you're outvoted. I, I think bullshit outrage in this one. Uh, I, I think, look, worst case... It creates some jobs and people fuck some silicone but still want to bang kids anyway. Best case, they get it out of their system. And That's where I'm at on this. And they should be more outraged that there's so many people in the UK fucking kids and stop making the exactly. dolls find these people. <laughs> well, the, one of the risks yes. they said is that there's yes. a risk that those using these child sex dolls or realistic props could become desensitized and their behavior becomes normalized to them. So they go on to harm children themselves, as is often the case of those who viewed indecent images. Once somebody comes, they don't want to leave their apartment, usually. Right, but they'll I have don't. this sex drive again the next day, you know, or in like so half they hour. Still, it's not like these are disposables. Uh, uh, hey, that's a way to sell more of these if you made them disposable. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're going to be millionaires, Tim, <laughs> you and me. Oh, man, this is going to be great. Fake okay, outrage. all right, next, all right. next door. Well, okay, so yeah, let's, yeah. let's go from... Um, fifth graders who are made of silicone getting pooned by uh, weird dudes or maybe ladies to actual fifth graders. There we go. Uh, we're going to go from the UK down to Australia for this next story. This story comes from Melbourne or Melbourne or however the fuck they say it. This took place at the Don Bosco Primary School, which is a Catholic school, which that may or may not factor into this story somewhere. 
Students in fifth grade and sixth grade were told that they are no longer allowed to mix outside the classroom, meaning that boys and girls cannot uh, speak to each other, basically. They can't socialize or have any interaction outside the classroom at this school anymore. And this was brought on because there was a, quote, quote, puppy love triangle happening at this school. And I guess the teachers wanted to kind of squash that situation. Uh, I think this is a very strange and fun story. Sandy, have you ever been in a love triangle or were you in middle school? Uh, I was probably part of a love triangle where I was one of the, the, the legs, you know, not the center. But yeah, I don't remember any of these. As I was I. Right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in the thing where like two people are fighting over me. No, no, that'd other. be that'd be too amazing. That'd be for people awesome. like you and I. Right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm typically one of the the, the chasers for this one. Fucking. No, but I, typically, I, if I know that someone else is interested in someone, I just I'm like, I don't want to deal with any of this shit. I'm <laughs> too lazy. I don't want to compete with someone. Yeah. No, I hear. No, I I was in a love triangle in the fifth grade. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally was, and I was on the receiving end, meaning I was on the end of like the guy that didn't get picked. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, no, it, it's funny because it's one of those things where, like, at the time was super sad. But then, you know how they always say, like, later in life, like, things get better and all these people have thought they were cooler than you or whatever. Like, I don't know the dude that was involved, but I ran to the girl, like, 15 years later, and she was, like, divorced and got fat. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's just... As is typical. If, if there is a God... That's one of the moments it made me believe. And I know that's a horrible thing to think, and it's a horrible, vindictive, awful, insecure thing to think, but it's impossible in that situation to not react that way. You know, I genuinely, like, 11-year-old me was like, fuck yeah, when that happened. Or you like, you should have picked me in 10th grade or yeah, you're 10 exactly. years old, bitch. Yeah, so you all learned way too much about me just now. Um, so in this story, the people who were outraged are the parents in this situation. They're, they're kind of saying that it creates, and this is a great term, sexual segregation in, on the playground. Tim, you well, do wanted you, to say do you have Do you have the article up? Yes. Isn't there something about, like, it's not only boys and girls that are hanging out, but it's the same gender? Like, there was a couple that was the same gender. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that part. I think I think that might have been or there was a I couple of boys it? who were yeah, part he of. He explained that it appeared the band was due to a couple of students of the same gender misbehaving. Probably the dudes. Probably okay. the boys being loud or something. It's fifth grade. Okay, but now you're gonna separate the girls and and, and, and from the guys, and you're gonna put the incident that started. Now you're gonna huddle them together. Yeah, now you're just going to create more eleventh uh, grade testosterone or eleventh grade eleven year old testosterone. Yeah, that just that that seemed odd to me. Like, because because after I read I read that line, then the love triangle. It's like okay, so are these fucking fifth graders trying to do some menage a kind of <laughs> like what was what what's because because what's actually though what's the misbehaving? Because your mind goes to, you said, fighting or wrestling of some kind, I just whatever. assumed it, it was two guys Certainly, fighting over a girl. Nothing wrong with that. But what if, yeah. it, what if it's some flirtation where it's not necessarily misbehaving? Now we're talking about opinion. What, we, what if we're talking about fifth grade catcalls? Yeah. Well, I don't know it what they would be. It could have been that, too. It could have been that. Yeah, there's... That's we such, don't know. That's, that's the thing. such a vast word to use 
because to me, it's an opinion. It's not mm-hmm. they didn't because because we have laws and they didn't. It looks like they didn't break a rule. They were just misbehaving. So they weren't following what you believe your code of conduct is. Well, and that's the thing. That's actually the next thing I was about to get into is that these students were told by the teachers that if they violated the rules of the sexual segregation, they'd be arrested. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Telling an 11-year-old, like, don't talk to that girl or we're going to put you in fucking jail. Yeah. That's nuts to me. And they did that also without going to the parents. Yeah. There was no memo. And in this day and age, it ain't like fucking uh, 1785 or some shit where you got a guy with a lantern that's got to fucking ride a horse and knock on every fucking Lincoln Log cabin that's 50 (laughs) miles apart. You got the goddamn internet, telephones, whatever else. There isn't a Facebook page for the school where you can go, hey, we're going to start this fucking ban. It's not even like back in my day where if like the uh, the teachers mailed home something and you didn't want your parents to see it, you could, if you got home first, you could just intercept that shit. That's what I did for a lot of my detention fucking slips. Yeah. You just, you get it first and it never happened. And so it's not even like that. And that was 15 years ago. Not even a tweet or a Snapchat. Yeah. And that's what some (laughs) of the outrage is, is fucking the parents are like, what the fuck? You're going to, you know, impose this policy in our kids without even asking us and it's a dumb policy that probably 95 percent chance it wasn't even my kid that did the bad thing that uh, you don't control yeah. my property yeah. i made that yeah you exactly. don't that's ridiculous you tell them the dumb facts you want them to know that's brought to you by the government and bankers and the corporation and illuminati <laughs> and all that you feed the facts you make them pledge whatever <laughs> it is that they do fine i guess i agreed to that subconsciously but other than that, you don't throw in your fucking opinion about what you think should happen based on, on some idea that you believe in. I think that's ridiculous. 100%. And I also think, too, at the, at, in the, the middle school ages like this, what's the harm in, in this love triangle saying, let's assume, let's assume it's the normal one where it's two dudes chasing after a girl or two girls chasing after a guy or whatnot. Mm-hmm. What's the harm in, in that happening? Because... You know, these are things people have to learn to deal with in their life at some point. This is these are developmental yeah. years for these children that these teachers are essentially trying to like rob them of because they're trying to tell them not to learn how to interact with the opposite sex. Yeah, that's fucking insane to me. Yeah, I one mean, of the things that they said is the uh, they were told that they can't, um, they're not allowed to play piggy and those sorts of things unless it's all the same gender. What is I piggy? Even, I don't know either. That's probably an Australian thing. I didn't take <laughs> I the time what, to Google it. Uh, Piggy's yeah. like, is I wonder if it's like spin the bottle or. Piggy was uh, for me back in the day. That was when we made Piggy fun back? of the fat girl in class. Oh god, <laughs> it was like was, piggyback uh, rides. Yeah, I, mean, I assume that that is piggyback rides. Yeah, that's probably that sounds about right. And again, you don't want to give the fat girl a piggyback, or because you know it would hurt your back. Your eleven well, year old. I back. like how like it's like this. This love triangle happened now, and they're acting like this is the first time this has ever happened in the history of the school. Yeah, exactly. Where the fifth and sixth graders are like you know, interacting uh, in a romantic manner. It's like, what What do you think has been going on the whole time with this one fucking misbehaving thing? Well, yeah, see, what happened was insane. they heard they weren't making the sex dolls, right? Right. So then all these kids start getting real <laughs> sexy because now, again, right. there's now the marketplace is still open. They didn't lose the business. They dolls. thought they were gonna. It's not a child sex doll for them. It's just like a peer sex doll. Because they were imported from yeah. Australia. <laughs> yeah, you you can't cross uh, international borders with these dolls. So we couldn't get them from the UK. And to they Australia. heard about that, and they're like, "These kids gotta stop getting attractive and sexy and knowing how to flirt and stuff and all that." But <laughs> I mean, dude, look, even goats like don't they buck heads in order to like get the 
whatever the doe, whatever goat. What's a goat girl? Uh, I don't know. remember. Yeah. Uh, ew. Ew. Sure. Or is we'll that a that. sheep? <laughs> whatever. Anyway, they, you know, they're, that's, that's the things that guys do. And eventually when they start working and getting into the job system, it's going to be who's got the best car. And then it's going to be whatever mm-hmm. else. So right now, if the misbehaving is some kind of fighting over a dame, it's like, yeah, that's, that's been since the beginning of time. Don't we have pictures of Neanderthal clubbing a woman and dragging her by her hair is like <laughs> some kind of back to the cave. And that's how they got laid. Like 100%. Uh, it, it's been all throughout time. And uh, yeah, you're just, you can't avoid it, dude. You can't avoid it. Yeah. So telling these kids that, you know, you can't do that. That's just stunting their fucking development. Without years. telling the parents too. Yeah. That, I, I think that, that is huge. And Sandy, we always joke on this show, and we've said this many times that, you know, because we're so bad with women, we wish there was a class for this when we were growing up. This is the opposite of that. Right. This is They're trying to make them worse. Yeah. That's fucked up. They're trying to create future fills and Sundeeps. Yeah. You don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go legitimate outrage in this one. I'm with the parents. Uh, You know, the teacher stepping in and telling kids who they can and can't socialize with is total bullshit. Uh, Legit outrage. Yeah. I'm going to go legit outrage. Well, I'm two for two with legit outrage. That's the first time. Yeah, you are. And I'm surprised the teachers didn't have outrage when it came down on them that that's what they had to do. Like, there wasn't that, like, in a movie, like, that kind of rebel cool teacher that was like, all right, guys, we're going to have a walkout and fucking because we don't agree with this whatever well, it was, was a, it was a catholic school as i mentioned earlier i'm trying to think trying to figure out maybe that factors in somewhere that you know this is maybe one of those like remember kids we taught you abstinence till you're 43 years old so you're not gonna start now not in my class yeah but there might have been an element of they're that all, they're on. all god's children they're all beautiful <laughs> like i don't under wait, wait now you're separating all of god's children and putting some of them over here and some of them over there doesn't they, that seem weird they just don't want them to be fruitful and multiply uh, you know? I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah, we'll go legit in that one. And before we get out of here, we always give our guests the opportunity. Tim Warner, is oh. there anything you're currently upset about in the world that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I guess. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't know. Hit us. Let's do All it. All right. I don't know. This probably won't make any sense, and I'll sound like a nut, but I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, everyone's... Uh, upset and bitching about Trump and government and mm-hmm. Putin, North Korea, and uh, mm-hmm. things we're doing in Yemen and uh, Saudi Arabia and Jerusalem, et cetera, et cetera. You can go on. It's all over the place. But uh, at the end of the day, dude, those are all just the fucking puppets. Like, I, I feel like, for example, healthcare bill would have been changed regardless whether it was Trump, Hillary, Bernie, Brock for a third term because the bankers didn't make enough of profit off it in the first fucking two years, three years of existence. So you got to alter it a little bit so they make more money because at the end of the day, they're the ones that control everything. We pay a federal income tax to a government because they borrow money from a federal reserve. That's a separate entity, so we're always in debt. And even if we wanted to get the money to get out of debt, it would have interest on it. So it's a constant thing. So at the end of the day, bitching about Trump and all that, that's that's not even half of the battle and the outrage and energy that is put into all these separate components. If they were put into what I believe is the actual fucking problem here, maybe there could be nirvana and we would actually just fucking tolerate everyone and not give a shit because we're not being fucked every day. So your outrage is at the system, quote unquote. 
I guess, yeah. The, that, that, know, the, well, the I guess my outrage is that the the outrage energy isn't going more towards that. Well, and see, that's one of the things that one of the, the reason why I started the show way back mm. in the day was because I feel like, uh, you know, outrage, especially nowadays, it's kind of becoming a buzzword. And also people do waste their fucking energy getting mad about stupid I'm shit. Guilty. I'm guilty. I'm as guilty. I, I try. To, okay. I try to be very aware. Because there's well, times so when because this system thing you, you know, open the, a door for someone machine. they don't say thank you that bothers me really like it'll for a second <laughs> or two and then I'll be like yeah fuck it but it's just like come on dude I don't know we're all fucking well in New York I just assume they don't speak English enough to know to say thank you so I don't that doesn't bother me at all yeah that was kind of racist who cares I still think there's there's definitely a eye contact acknowledgement of some kind that says I have gratitude for the fact that you did that for so me. So you're asking, you're just asking for Manor, a head nod. Simple, it's head simple. Nod. Gotcha. You know, like it's it's the little things in life that make the big pie amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. And like, yeah, dude, and that's one of the little things. But I I stop myself, you know, because it it's nothing I did. I'm not wrong here. There's no reason to be upset. You did everything right. So just keep trying to be the best that you could be and stop being upset at the world because it's actually fucking hilarious at the end of the day. <laughs> that's an uplifting end. I think that's a good place to uh, cut ourselves off here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow Tim Warner at I am Tim Warner, right? On every everything. media. Everything. Follow that shit. Check out. Uh, what was the name of the, the, the Joker in the Rye? Joker in the Rye for sure. Hit us up anytime you want at Fake Outrage Rept on Twitter. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us some kick-ass reviews on Laughable, iTunes, all those awesome sites. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts for the day? A uh, female goat is called a doe or a nanny. I just looked that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I should have learned stuff all day. Well, that's